Alberta RV Adventurer Podcast. This podcast is for both the new and seasoned RV owner interested in learning more about their RV, where to go camping, equipment reviews, and much, much more. So sit back, grab a refreshment, and let's get down to it. Okay, welcome everybody to the podcast. And the reason I decided to start this podcast was uh, about two years ago I bought a trailer. Uh, trailer uh, it was a good trailer. I liked the setup. My family's super happy with it, but then in the last two years I started having problems with it. Wasn't sure where the problems came from, wasn't sure what the issues were, and then I uh, started realizing I didn't know what I needed to know about owning a trailer, and started having problems with it that I, I really think that with proper pre- preventive maintenance would have been non-issues, but it virtually were. Uh, so I started hanging out uh, online, looking for sources of information, couldn't find them, uh, looked, on, looked in uh, YouTube, all kinds of things, and found little snippets of information, but never enough. Uh, and then I was fortunate enough to meet Matt, uh, the guest today, and uh, Matt was able to guide me through some of my problems. So with that in mind, we decided to uh, uh, talk about issues so that this information, the stuff that I've discovered and gleaned, we'd be able to share with people so they could find it in a much, much easier way and know that there's a resource they could call and ask questions. And uh, Matt's been great. Uh, so without further ado, uh, Matt, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Jeff. All right, so what we wanted to talk about, I think, uh, to get things going, we wanted to have a conversation about, uh, I think, trailers in general, uh, what you can look for in a trailer or just generally options for a trailer. Because if a person, you know, I look at myself, a uh, trailer that I had when I was a kid uh, was basically a tent trailer, and then I was a, I was a tent camper after that, and yep. then got myself a really nice trailer. And so there was no transitional phases for me, and I didn't have any knowledge. So can you talk a little bit about what the options are for trailers. I mean, I, I think we're, we're going to be talking about like comfort or uh, how how much uh, how big and sizes yeah. and what you get. So go ahead. Well, um, so I guess like you said, there's there's quite the range. Um, our smallest one that we just got in this year uh, is only about 11 feet long. It's basically just a bed with two doors on it. Um, oh, okay. It's got a kitchen on the back, opens up. Uh, so it's essentially a really fancy tent. Um, but it's designed to, to be that super lightweight, can pull it behind a Jeep even, um, and kind of gets you off the ground and gets you an air conditioner and, and uh, running kitchen and everything. So um, that's kind of your entry point. Then you get into, I guess, your, your tent trailers. Um, with those, you're, uh, again, it's, it gives you a furnace, gives you, gets you off the ground, but you've got canvas. So at the end of the day, um, it's, if temperature is an issue... Uh, if you're looking at uh, camping later in the season where it's a little bit colder, you might not want to necessarily go with canvas, um, but it is a, a very affordable option. You can fit a lot of people into a tent trailer. Uh, so um, starter units for families, that sort of thing, or if weight is an issue, then uh, then the tent trailer is a good place to start. And from there, we would move up into um, our SLX line of smaller campers so single axle uh, fully enclosed walls um, furnace air conditioners all the bells and whistles you're getting powered awnings on a lot of them nowadays Um, it's going to be kind of your full trailer experience but again you're in that that smaller size so starting around maybe 15 feet or so um, and then they just climb from there. So right, and it's, and it's features like stuff that you're gonna get. So to kind of recap, what you're kind of saying is that you can get a basic one that just about any vehicle could tow, right? So yeah. generally something that's basic. So 
for a lot of people, you know, you're going to come in and look at what trailer, trailer is not, hey, I'd really like this big thing, but if I have a Pinto, a very small car, that's going to shape their choices. Right. So so clearly that's part of it, what the tow capacity is. So yeah, exactly. they have to look at their tow vehicle, they have to look what they have, and then based on that, there's certain features and things they can start looking for. And from the comfort point of view, I know that from like the trailer we had, we wanted to have a little space, so there's slides and things like that, yeah. but that comes as a consequence of having weight and weight, so therefore you gotta have a bigger yeah. truck and then yeah. it's a little bit more deliberate to tow so i guess a person's got to come in and sit down and chat with you about the the equilibrium of, of comfort to what they can tow weight to too. the experience to yeah. you know because if you have a giant you know I, i've got a 28 foot trailer and i see people with these 38 things with that are two cars tall i mean that is a deliberate operation to move those things yes. i mean you gotta you gotta put a lot of planning together you, you just can't pull into any campground if you're not experienced with backing up a vehicle i mean that's going to be a challenge right. so there's you got to find that balance and i think if you you come and have a look at what's available so you can say hey i got this this much tow capacity you can come in and sort of find the trailer that makes sense yeah exactly okay. and and uh and there's there's quite a, a variance in in floor plans too even just among the different sizes of trailers so um, a couple looking for a smaller trailer to pull with their 1500 um, smaller truck uh, they're not necessarily going to want bunks so that's going to mm, rule yeah, out course, a yeah. large selection of, of floor plans um, but we do have quite a few that that are going to cater to them that have uh, rear living setups or, or bigger living rooms or um, uh, kinds of just different options, I guess, to cater to a couple versus a family. So if you do want to get into the bunks, we've got some that have bunk rooms that sleep four to six people just in the back room, not including the dinette that turns into a bed or the sofa or the front. So, so that's a really good point. So so the tow vehicle plus how many people need to sleep, that's right. probably your second criteria yeah. when you're examining. Okay, how many people are going to sleep in there because the design will reflect that. Right. You can't you can't have like a giant kitchen and want to sleep eight in a exactly, very, you know yeah. in a fourteen foot trailer. Yeah. This isn't going to happen. So yeah. you got to find out where that. So that yeah, we got to we got to kind of take all of that information and then and then come to um, a select range, I guess that that's going to fit their price point, their tow capacity, how many they want to sleep, and then we get to um, kind of maximize what kind of options they want on top of that. So now we can show them. Well, on the um, like the J flight line, it's a, a metal wood framed construction with the tin on the outside, versus the J feather line, where you get the vacuum bonded walls and the lighter weight aluminum framing and stuff like that. So now we can kind of play into features. Do you want the tin wall? Do you want the hard wall exterior? But it comes down to price point again, and uh, and then to uh, basically the what they're looking for for i guess their experience there yeah so the, the, they have to take all those into account okay so so i think the bottom line is a person has to sort of define the tow vehicle um how many is going to sleep in there what kind of experience they're looking for like if they're going to do four seasons different than three seasons right. if they're going to be habitually picked up they're going to take it to the lake and it's going to stay there that the criteria will change but they need to kind of know what their intended use is yeah and, you know later on in other episodes you know for sure i'm going to talk about dry camping versus a resort that has sewer and everything else it's a whole different experience and i can yeah. speak for that you know from experience so i think that's what the customer has to come in and sort of say hey this is this is one thing so so let's say let's let's jump ahead now we've picked a trailer mm -hmm. and this is where my experience fell off the rails um i bought the trailer from another dealer 
they were really great up to this moment of sales. Um, and then after, when I went, got the trailer, I could not get them to spend more than 15 minutes with me about the trailer. And this, I think, was the, 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 the effect, uh, sorry, the cause of all my problems I've been having over the last couple of years was that I simply didn't have the wherewithal and understanding of the complexity. You know, yeah, I could dump the sewer. Yes, I knew, you know, which tank was what. Yes, I knew how to hook it up and they set up my hitch. But that was it. Yeah. All the other subtle things that I've discovered on the way by, oh, that I have to condition seals. I have these things on the roof I have to do. Some bearings. And, uh, you know, all these things that I, I'd never even considered before. All right, so let's talk about then what it should look like. What should that experience look like? You, you've laid down some of your hard-earned cash. You come in to pick up the trailer. Everybody's happy. It's not just, here's the keys, off you go. Right. There's more to it. So let, let's talk about that because I think that's really, really important. So at RV City, we we definitely want the customer experience to be our number one focus. So we, again, yeah, we don't want to give you this, say it's a 38-foot Eagle travel trailer, fifth wheel. Um, it's massive. There's a ton of options. And we basically, thanks for your purchase. Here's your keys. Off you go. You don't want to do that. There's just too much in these things and they they can be complicated at times. So we have a walkthrough process that we take our, our customers through. Um, so when you, day of your delivery, you show up, you will spend some time with finance. Let's say if you have to finalize your paperwork, you get everything, all the papers signed, everything done, and then you get to meet a technician who takes you to your unit inside of a bay. And then he's gonna spend about two hours with you walking around Two hours. Side. Yeah, two hours. Mine was 20 minutes. Yeah, so yeah. they did not take the time. They, they to, put, these are the tires, and this is where the sewer connects onto it and everything else. And okay, so that, yeah. that's a huge difference. Two hours is a lot of time to talk about. It is, and, and even, like, we've had we've had some go over if a, if a customer is, is really new to the experience and has a lot of questions. Our guys are willing to spend a little bit extra time with them if they need to. Um, but they'll basically, they'll start uh, with the outside of the trailer, up at the propane tanks, they'll go all the way around the trailer, so they'll just teach them about the regulators, the tanks, the batteries, how to hook the batteries up, um, what to look for with the batteries as far as uh, corrosion or anything in the future. Um, for like a maintenance standpoint, they'll explain uh, stabilizers, what all of the different cranks on the outside of your unit will operate. Some of them have spare tires underneath the unit. Some of them have uh, like your landing gear on the fifth wheels will often have a manual crank that's just a small hole on the outside of the trailer if you don't know what what needs what to it go is, in there yeah, or what it does um, so then they'll they'll go over uh, uh, bearings and, and the importance of greasing bearings and um, and kind of your maintenance cycle for that they'll they'll talk about uh, the awning how to operate the awning how to operate any lights on the outside of the unit um, the exterior showers because uh, that's a great question because I know with mine I have a power panel on mine and there's a button I have no idea what the button does yeah I know it does something because <laughs> something happens, but I've tried to figure out what that button does, and I have no idea. Right. I'm sure it's a very important piece of equipment that I am not turning on, or sometimes turning on because I just turned everything else on. Right. Yeah. So or I have no it's idea. A, it's a whole option. Yeah. That you're you're missing I, out on. And right? I have no idea what it is, and I and I I, I find it to be one of the most uh, interesting aspects of it because every time I go into a new site, I'll turn on all the power, all the bits and pieces, and I'll go look around and flip it. Has anything happened? Nope, kids, did you see anything? Nope, off. And I go, I have no idea what that switch is. <laughs> yeah. So they wouldn't have put it there unless it's attached to something. Right. So somewhere, something, a light or something or a, yeah. some activity. And and that would be really important. A person should know 
what everything does. Exactly. So, so that after we finish with the outside, we'll take the the customer inside the unit, and then that's the first stop is that control panel because there's a lot of switches, there's a lot of buttons, um, and so we'll kind of run through all that explain everything, show you how to operate it. Um, the other focus that our delivery techs will, will kind of hit on is um, the televisions and the, the signal boosters yeah. and the antennas and stuff like that because a lot of people don't... I can speak to that one too. Yeah, so. they don't quite understand the whole what, what it can do and, and what it's capable of or even that they have a, an antenna booster that they can turn on if the reception is poor. So you probably Ooh. have one in your trailer too. I wonder what, and, which one's uh, fine, yeah, because yeah. it's... You know, so okay, we'll have to talk about that one later. So they they he'll go through all of that. Uh, then the next thing that he'll touch on is the winterize process. So he'll show you where the bypass valves are on the water heater. He'll show you where the um, the inlet line is on the water pump, so you can winterize the trailer yourself. Um, doesn't go through the whole process necessarily, like showing you start to finish of doing the winterize, because it, it can take some time, but. Uh, Something else we offer is that if the customer does come back that first fall to winterize, we'll actually do it with the customer. So they can oh, that's cool. come in with the technician, go front to back, and, and see it done. Because um, it's one thing to hear about it, but it's another to, to actually get hands on it and do it um, start to finish sort of thing. Uh, and then uh, we touch on the warranty information, um, what stuff is covered um, with the limited warranties. Jaco does have a, a two-year warranty, which is nice compared to a lot of the other guys only having the... One year, so you do have a lot of time for for the kinks to get worked out of your trailer. Um, but there is some stuff that obviously isn't going to be covered under warranty if you drop something on your line right, and, yeah, and tear it. So they want to make sure you you understand um, what things are warrantable items, what things aren't, what things to look for. Even uh, some customers might not know if a piece of trim falls off their ceiling. Well, is that warranty? They might think, well, maybe I have to fix that myself. Or, or well, that's exactly so, what I mine. So when I brought it into you guys to do that, you know, my warranty was about to run out. That's what I was happened. Some of the seals, the, like the the little decorative stuff, was starting to come loose. And, right. And there was a small little plastic piece missing off something. And yeah. So like it all got fixed. Yeah. So they just make sure that it's. Uh, that uh, any kind of issues that might come up, they're kind of aware of them. So they know, yeah, call us first because we'll, we'll take care of it for you, not uh, you're on your own trying to right. find a way to fix it. Um, and then he'll touch on maintenance items like um, seals for the slide-outs, um, the, uh, the roof, making sure you check the roof once a year, um, sealing uh, outside parts um, as far as checking the ceiling over like clearance lights and that sort of thing. He'll just kind of touch on that, make sure you have an understanding of it. And then uh, he'll basically, the last step is he goes over, uh, Jago has a towable customer delivery form, um, big checklist that they basically lay out as a, a standard to all Jaco dealers that they want their customers Except to Except for the guys I bought mine right. from, yes. <laughs> so, yes. Um, they, uh, so they'll go through this checklist and there's a lot of stuff on here that might not be associated with their unit as it is kind of a, an all-encompassing checklist so it might talk about an inverter for example and if they have a smaller travel trailer that doesn't yeah, have, might not be relevant yeah. might not be relevant but sometimes it does uh, does promote more questions from the customers like oh well what is an inverter I, I didn't know that existed and then it gives the opportunity for the technician to kind of explain that and and teach the the client what else they could add to their unit um, so once once that's all done the they answer any following questions that they have, and then uh, at that point, usually they're they're pretty established, ready to go. Um, then they'll set up the equalizer if it's a travel trailer and for the hitch. For the yeah, hitch. and we'll yeah. we'll talk about hitches later on in another episode because I think that's really important. Because I 
discovered a whole bunch of stuff about hitches right. that I probably should have known before yeah. I went so the they, path I went down. So. They'll usually, they, they send the, the customers off to our parts department to uh, to go shopping for all those items that you need and you're starting out with a new trailer or if they already have one, maybe they see some cool accessories that they, they want to pick up for the new one. Um, and then in the meantime, they, they get the, the hitch assembled, get the trailer level, get the hitch set up, all that stuff. And then uh, when the customer comes back, they go through the process of hooking up, unhooking, um, making sure they're comfortable with with that process. And then uh, that's pretty much it. They'll send them on their way and, and off they go. But the key thing here is that this is the start of the relationship, right? right. Like if, if you if you go there and you can't get someone to answer your questions about how do I do this or how do I do that, you know, that's the experience that I had was, I have this question, uh, well, you'll have to talk to Bob, and Bob's not here right now, and Bob will be here, you can call him at this time, or come here, and I just never could get an answer, and it was extremely frustrating, because to me, it was stuff I needed to know, I bought the trailer from me, and I mean, right. I need to know this stuff, so I think really, you know, for, for the listeners, if the people you buy it from should care just about, uh, much about the post-buy experience, and it should be the starting point of your relationship with that dealer. Right. Because if you don't feel comfortable with the dealer and they're not spending the time, are they going to be there when you have an issue? And are they going to be there looking after you when that maintenance period is coming up to the end, your warranty is coming to an end and you need that examination? Are you going to feel comfortable that they did everything for you and it's not like a, a used car? Like it should, it shouldn't, I guess that's a great analogy. Is it should not be a used car experience. No. Where... You're on your own the second you drive it off. Yeah. And if something happens to it, hey, buyer beware. It, like, that should not be the experience. Because I think, you know, especially with the cost for trailers and stuff and the investments, like, like it, for a lot of people, it's a major capital investment. Mm-hmm. They're spending a lot of money. And they should feel comfortable that they got someone they can come and talk to and say, hey, I don't understand this. This doesn't make any sense. Or as in my case, what does this valve underneath the back of the trailer <laughs> right. do? Yeah. Because it's not in any of the manuals, and I've got these two valves, and they don't make any sense. What do they do? Yeah. For, for the record, I still don't know what they do, but that's something I'm going to try to do when I winterize this year. I'm going to turn them and yeah. see what I'm comes pretty out. Pretty sure they're your low point drain. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. we talked about. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sure that that is the <laughs> bottom part of the low point drain for the water, and besides the one that's in the front on the on the port side. So, yeah. So we're going to figure that out, but but I, I really think that's important, and because because I, I felt. At the end of my experience, I invested a significant amount of money and left really, really negative. The other thing that happened to me was that they did not provide at the day I picked up all of the accessories and things that were supposed to be with the trailer and all that stuff. So I was constantly chasing them up. Mm-hmm. And because they were on the other end of the city, it was a deliberate decision to go off and do that. So I really I really noticed that. So so I, I really do think that's important for those to just take away is that if you feel like you just bought a used car you're in the wrong spot and when you yeah. get that feeling maybe you should go someplace else yeah and uh and that's exactly right like your jaco offers it to your warranty and but at rv city we don't want it like two years you're you're done um we don't want that with our customers we want to support our customers like well past their their two-year warranty and and that's um that's a, a big goal of ours is customer experience and we want um if you're at a campsite and you're six miles or six hours away from us and your slide won't come in well that's a big problem and for us to just say sorry we can't help you you have to bring the unit in well that doesn't get you here sort of thing so we're going to do everything we can to walk you through it on the phone if it's whether we get you on the phone with a technician if we have to to try and get you to to be able to bring that in i know we've had uh, situations in the past where we've even been able to dispatch one of our techs out to the site to help 
fix whatever issue it is so that we could get them safely back to the dealership. To oh, that's repair. amazing. So, um, yeah, I, I, I ended up phoning Jayco to, to try to get an answer to a problem I was having because I had no one else had no number to phone. Yeah. So, well, and, and, and it's funny because with Jayco's, you actually get a, a CoachNet um, subscription for your first year, which you might not have known about. No, um, so you did have that. a CoachNet subscription yeah, well, for your first year, which is, which is roadside assistance, essentially. So if you're out somewhere and you have a blowout or you have uh, an issue like a slide that won't come in or something like that that's preventing you from being able to travel you can phone this this 1-800 number and they will dispatch a mobile technician or they'll get you in touch with somebody to try and get some help oh, for that's you it. that's incredible um, it, to, to know that 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 support was there and again this goes back to the, the the main point of the conversation right it's the experience it's the relationship you should feel pretty good about what you've got and you should have a baseline of knowledge and yeah. if it's suddenly when you go home and go still not tracking this you know how i dump the sewers you'd be able to go and come back and have a conversation about yeah. it and i think that's really really important because then there's so many questions and so many things and you discover stuff and go i really wasn't paying attention here because i was looking at the bright lights yeah wasn't paying attention on this but this is now an important thing yeah because i can't make the tv work and, and the it, kids want to watch tv and i can't make the tv yeah work. well and, and two hours is it seems like a lot of time but it, it almost isn't enough time to, to go over these things start to finish and it's uh, it's a lot of information that we're going to throw at you in those two hours so we find we get the odd uh, customer that's actually videotapes it so that they oh that's a great idea they, too uh, they can go back and watch the video over again and, and yeah, see those points especially with the phone you can do it on the phone and just say okay this is the part I'm not getting can you show it to me okay now I have something right. to consult um, and Jeez, it, that's a great idea and again yeah we don't want to it's, it's great that we do this two hour walkthrough but we don't want to then have the same effect where it's like okay we did your walkthrough you should know everything here's your keys off you go we want to be there to support them when they come back and they say okay i remember him talking about this but i can't get it to work or i remember he mentioned something about seals but i don't remember what it, what was that we want to be able to support you in our in our service department and answer those questions and and even things that are um something that's going to interrupt your weekend if we can talk you through it on the phone or or answer right. it and get you going again and, and salvage that trip we're going to try and do that before we just the blanket statement like oh you have to bring it in yeah like we can't fix it yeah don't, can't even walk you through the problem or, right. or try to fix it yeah and, and again again it's all about the relationship well you know what I, matt this has been great i think this is a great example of what your 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 pre-buying experience which you have to come with to talk about and then the post purchase experience of that walkthrough which i think is where my experience dropped off that really will help somebody. So, Matt, thanks a lot for this. Um, we'll get you back here for another episode. We have a whole bunch of other stuff to talk about. Yep, so for sure. Thanks a lot All for right. being on the podcast. Thanks.